Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Astrology Now podcast. My name is Christine Rodriguez, and this is our new moon forecast coming up on November 26th, 2019. And so we're going to get into that in just a moment. But first, I want to share with you all something that I'm really excited about. I will be hosting an online training. It will take place pretty soon, um, December 13th and December 14th. And so December 13th is a Friday. And I was thinking that we could all meet at about 5.30 p.m. Central Standard Time via Zoom conference. So it's based online. And then on Saturday the 14th, we will meet once again at 12 p.m. And so we'll meet for three hours each day. And so it will be six hours of Vedic astrology training. And in the training, we're going to really focus on the fundamental aspects of Vedic astrology. So this is very much based for beginners. We're going to discuss the signs in depth, the planets in depth, and the houses in depth, and how they begin to interact with one another so that you can begin learning how to read a Vedic astrology chart. Okay. And for those six hours, I'm asking for $108. It's on my website, innerknowing.yoga, if you would like to register. And you're also welcome to email me at astrologynowpodcast at gmail.com. And again, I'm really excited about it. (laughs) So hopefully you are too. Um, And so moving forward into our new moon forecast. So there are a few exciting things happening astrologically per usual. Um, This new moon is going to be taking place in the sign of Scorpio. And so remember, I'm a Vedic sidereal astrologer. I have two different segments on the difference between Western and Vedic astrology, and there's a lot of information on the internet. So in Vedic astrology, the astronomical placement of the moon will be in the sign of Scorpio. And of course, in Vedic astrology, we like to use nakshatras. And so it's taking the sign and zooming in on a specific segment of that constellation to find the nakshatra. And so this nakshatra is going to be Anuradha. Anuradha nakshatra. And so this is one of my favorite nakshatras. So if you've ever heard of Radha Krishna, Radha is the divine love of Krishna. And so Krishna is a deity and he spends his entire life chasing after the love of his life who is Radha. And Radha is said to be the female godhead, so to speak, of all divine feminine energy. And so keep in mind, everything that we encounter has masculine quote-unquote qualities and feminine quote-unquote qualities. Um, And so rather you identify as male or you identify as female, your body is male, body female. Everyone has both aspects. It's kind of like yin and yang. And so Radha All of the feminine aspect of everything around us is said to be permeated by Radha. And she represents love and devotion, playfulness, kindness, compassion, nurturing. She represents the best qualities of divine feminine energy. And keep in mind, no matter who you are listening, you have this energy within you. We all do. And So she represents, again, those more emotional aspects. Something else that she represents is devotion because she is devoted to Krishna. She's in love with Krishna. And so she does represent this divine devotion towards a higher power or a higher being. And so Anuradha encompasses that energy. 
it encompasses that compassionate tenderness, um, gentle, harmonious, beautiful type of energy. But the deity for Anurata is Mitra. And Mitra represents very similar things. He's seen as the divine friend. And so he governs relationship and harmony and friendship, compassion, very similar to like we were talking about with Radha. It's kind of like a reiteration. And so this is a really good time to create harmony and relationship, to have group activities. Remember, the new moon is when the moon and the sun are close together. And so the moon turns into this dark seed, if you will. And so it's a wonderful time to begin new intentions. So if you were thinking of starting a new group or joining a new group, um, maybe beginning an online forum or going to a meditation sit for the first time, even visiting like a yoga studio for the first time or whatever type of hobby you're in or interested in, going to collaborate and meet others that share these similar interests. It's a really wonderful time for that. <clears throat> and Anurata is ruled by the planet Saturn. And so that goes along with that devotion, discipline, showing up, structure. It's a good time to get things in order, a good time to set your mind to something that you can really devote a lot of effort to and you know that will have some longevity to it. Because Saturn really appreciates longevity. Um, and so the moon, what's interesting about this new moon is that it's hemmed in between quite a few planets. And so, hold on, I'm about to clear my throat. <clears throat> Excuse me. So the moon likes to have planets to the right and left of it. If the moon is by itself, without any planets to the right or left in those houses, it's generally seen as being a little bit less supported. And so this new moon has a lot of support. It has Mars and Mercury in the sign of Libra. And then it has Saturn, K2, Venus, Jupiter, and Pluto to the other side. And so first and foremost, Jupiter being with Venus this is a wonderful time to embrace the arts, embrace beauty, embrace literature. Um, and then having Mars and Mercury together in the sign of Libra, this can bring up some heated debate and discussion. And having this conjunction with the new moon being in the sign of Scorpio, Mars and Mercury in the sign of Libra is an extremely transformational time emotionally. So there may be some deep-seated emotions that get brought up with this new moon and that you have really a lot of space energetically to work with what arises. But you're going to feel some sort of emotional shift with this new moon. I will say that with Jupiter, Venus, K2, Saturn, and Pluto in the sign of Sagittarius, Sagittarius is sometimes seen as the sign where it's like carefree and it likes to travel and it's laid back. But that's not really the energy of Sagittarius. Sagittarius is actually very serious and they have beliefs that they hold very strongly to. They have opinions that they take very seriously. They're not easily swayed. They like to do things traditionally. 
they like to refer back to how it's been done before. Again, they're traditionalists. They like things that are, that have tried time. They are philosophical and they are religious. And so you may feel some heat in terms of people's opinions or in terms of debate, emotions. We may see this on the news with really strong opinions conflict with one another. You may find in your personal life that people maybe challenge your beliefs or maybe you feel like challenging other people's beliefs or you see beliefs being challenged around you. But again, so this energy is going to be happening. The new moon itself in Anurata, it wants to create harmony and it wants to create peacefulness. So trying to refer back to that and knowing that this is going to pass, everything is temporary, and people's beliefs don't necessarily add or subtract value. So I don't want people to lose humanity in beliefs, some beliefs, you know, because beliefs are can be really powerful and cause people to take action, and those actions could hurt others. And so those aren't necessarily the ones I'm referring to. But when we have beliefs that simply conflict and maybe like, oh, well, my friend doesn't believe in astrology <laughs> or, you know, my friend doesn't believe in tarot cards. Like that's an example. It doesn't really matter. It doesn't take away from the fact that you have common ground in other areas and you do have the ability to connect in other ways. And so I think that this will be a really good time to practice that, trying to find connection in each other's humanity and in ways that we may not expect that we can connect on. Um, I want to go ahead and share a chant with you all. And because this new moon is in Anurata, the Maha Mantra is for Krishna. And so Krishna and Radha are essentially the same being. <laughs> they manifest in different ways and they're depicted in different ways, but the energy fundamentally is still the same. Um, the chant for Radha and Krishna is Hari Krishna, Hari Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hari Hari, Hari Ram, Hari Ram, Ram Ram, Ram Hari Hari. And so that's one round of the Maha Mantra chanting to Krishna. And Krishna, together with Radha, signify this lightness and play of life. They represent the goodness of things and the luxury of things and the abundance of life, seeking out the sweetness in the moment. And so this mantra can kind of bring us back to that. And on a personal note, I truly do. I use this mantra all the time. I had an oral surgery recently and I chanted it like half of the time. <laughs> and it truly does for me kind of bring me back to the reality that nothing is permanent. That moment did not last forever. I'm here on the other side days later and I'm fine, you know? And so it can help us remember that time is fleeting, things pass, we are safe in our body, we're safe in the world, and we do have the ability to seek out the sweetness around us. And we have the ability to seek out what we need and the permission to seek out what we need. Because having needs and wanting things to be sweet and wanting things to feel nice is not a sin. And Krishna is actually kind of a reminder of that. 
like embracing these aspects of our life, the, the good, sweet, luxurious aspects of our life, the love in our life, and also knowing that it is temporary, just like everything in life. And so that is my soapbox speech on the Maha Mantra. And let's see what else is happening. It is November 20th while I'm recording this. So Mercury is officially going direct. Um, And so you may have felt some issues with relationship come up that you've gotten to address, maybe some issues from the past arise. Hopefully you got some good organizing done, some good reviewing. Mercury goes retrograde pretty frequently. So we'll have another retrograde before we even know it. Um, And that is really what I've got for this new moon forecast. I hope that it was helpful. If you would like to schedule a reading with me, you can email me at astrologynowpodcast at gmail.com. You can visit my website, innerknowing.yoga, and please follow Astrology Now's Instagram, astrologynow underscore podcast. Thank you so much.